0: I can handle anything you give to me. Yeah, we if, threw in some JM if sets that's, and shit. If Ooh. that's what we need to do, yep. I can handle anything that you throw at me, right? Yeah.
1: What is happening? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Gordon Eye Podcast. I'm some Haley, and I am joined by Stacey Burr. Bama's in the house. Gucci. Oh, my goodness. Are you guys ready for this one? Hey, it's not for the faint of heart. Do not tune in if you are not about that life. We are going to talk about elite level mindsets for elite level athletes. And it might hurt some feelings, might ruffle some feathers. But hey, that's that's what the Grow Dying Lifestyle is about. You guys ready for this? Get ready. I'll see you inside. Bama Burr. How's off season going, dude? You walked in looking fucking yacked out of your mind. I gotta keep up with you, Justin. Come on, Hey, we're growing, fam. Yeah. We're growing out here. That's what the name of the we're game is. We're trying to be is, national right? champions. Yeah, gonna I mean, be. Gonna we're be. gonna be. Uh-huh. We're gonna be. It's a big goal. That's 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 a lofty goal. How's your body image, right now? To be honest, I don't love it. Yep. I don't love it. What do you know. love.
0: I don't love feeling soft, right? And it's crazy because with powerlifting, I was always pretty soft, right? Like I was always a higher higher body fat, but after seeing myself and what I can look like, it's a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be Uh on the opposite side, right? Uh The whole time during prep, I was like, I am so small, I'm so tiny, I can't wait to get big, can't wait to get big.
1: I know, you were saying that, I can't wait
0: to get big. Mm -hmm. Well, now you're big. And you can't wait to get Yeah, and now I'm like, well, I can't wait to be shredded again. Yeah. So it's just that ebb and flow, you know? How do you mitigate that? Honestly, just leaning into yeah. what's the goal, right? Yeah. Like, what's the goal? And then talking to you in check-ins, yeah. right? So yeah. if I was left to my own devices, I think we may have covered this, like, last time we podcasted, yeah. but you want to push me to where I'm uncomfortable, right? So by doing those check-ins and having that accountability, yeah. I'm like, okay, you, you think I'm good? Yeah. And you're like, yep, let's keep pushing. Yeah. Keep pushing. So. Yeah. I'm following the
1: plan. That's yep. about it. So, you know, th- there's an element of the all especially like, this is your first bodybuilding all season. Yeah. Like you've, you got peeled and now like those cuts are gone. You know, mm-hmm. they, they hung around for a good bit. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they are out for like 10 weeks, mm-hmm. but like now they're gone. Yeah. And, now's the time where it's like, you know, I don't love what I'm seeing. Like your pumps in the gym, like you feel it, but you don't like see it really. Yeah. Like it, it just looks different. It's not all veiny. It's not all grainy. It's not all cool. Right. Um, but working through that and, you know, now you're having your first transition, like being a really, really strong bodybuilder. Like you've obviously been an insanely strong power lifter, but we talked on the podcast about how we had to break all those habits. We had to, uh, for lack of better terminology, unfuck everything and then like reteach it for bodybuilding style, f- you know, focus. And now you're getting really strong. Like now your loads are working up. Like, you know, you're 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 able to push things in the gym. Do you find solace like you crush a hard ass set? You're a hard ass intensifier. That there's no way when you were peeled, you were able to use that same load or take it to the same place. Does that help you at all? Does that give you any sort of oh, for sure. or something? yeah,
0: yeah? Because I mean, like by saying like leaning into it, right? Yeah. If we're trying to, if I'm trying to stay shredded year round, yeah. then bodybuilding probably isn't for me, right? Yeah. Because I know what I need to do is make mm-hmm. the improvements, get bigger, put on more size, mm-hmm. and so that's going to come from training, yeah. training hard with you know bigger stimulus. Yeah. Whenever I was dieting so hard and I felt like crap and yeah. I had no energy. I'd give you 100% of what I got in yeah. the gym, yeah. but it wasn't nearly as much as now when I crush, you know, like on the macro, like counting days, yep. 350 carbs, yep. uh, I can go in and That's I can go hard. And so, I yeah. mean, I think it's one of the things that you talk about is just like, we're using that food yeah. as the fuel. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here and I'm just eating my face off and yeah. I'm feeling some type of way about it, right? Because yeah. I'm like petting my little belly and I'm yeah. like, yeah. well, let's go train, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just th- there's going to be different cycles, right? And I've yeah. kind of like just accepted it, right? Because the more I think we try to stay in that, oh, I just want to be shredded, shredded, shredded mindset, that's going to keep you from actually getting big, Mm -hmm. from, you know, putting on the size. So what the goal is now is to get big, Mm -hmm. is to put on size, the beautiful shreds and stuff. I know what I started out with whenever we first started. Yeah, yeah. And even if I feel some type of way right now, I look better
1: right now than I did when we first started. Wait, and we're a similar weight, right? You were about 150 when we got started. I think
0: when we first started, maybe like 153, 155-ish. Or 143. 143-ish. Yeah, so I'm still 10 pounds lighter than when we first started and way more
1: muscle. Yeah. Way tighter. So, (laughs) in theory, right? I could get 10 pounds fatter, just
0: completely fatter, and still still be better. Being a better starting point. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's interesting way to look at it um you know bodybuilding bodybuildings, bodybuildings a really interesting um uh, trajectory right so like every prep you do you should get a little bit more conditioned with more muscle right and mm-hmm. so like if you reach the same conditioning mark that you had this past year but you have eight more pounds of muscle well you look like you're actually leaner whereas in reality like the leanest you need to be you've already been yeah like five years from now, you don't need to be leaner than that. Like you had no fat on you, but as you're building muscle, as you're accruing that tissue, it looks like you're leaner as a byproduct of there's more pushing against that skin, Understood. right? Like there's more yeah. buildup. So like the, this next prep that we do this year, when we come out of that one and you go through another building phase, you know, for a pro debut, you're going to you know, be 143 like right now. But you're going to be like, how as lean as you were at like 132, still 133. Like that's how lean you'll be at that 143. Yeah. Okay. So then we'll go through another prep for a pro debut. And like, you know, you're going to need to be at 140 on stage for that. So then when you're 143, you're going to be peeled out of your mind at 143. And you see, it's just, that's bodybuilding. Like you just continue working that. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, you stick with this long enough. Like, Hey dude, there's going to be a time you're 170. And it's like that number sounds huge right now. Yeah, that's like oh fuck. I've been one seventy yeah. before, but it was a but big we're gonna be one seventy with a yeah, little yeah. bit of oh lines. wrap yeah. some lines yeah. and some lines yeah. And Like that's gonna look fucking wacky, right? That's crazy to think about. But it's like that. you know, even in the less muscular divisions, like bikini, mm-hmm. right? It's um, so like Illinois McCabe's in prep right now, and like last time she was you know one twenty nine point five or whatever she was. Like she was way different than how she looks now. There's way more muscle. There's way less fat. Like even in those smaller divisions, it's like that same process continues to happen. Mm -hmm. But it only happens if you nail the prep and nail the reverse. And you see a lot of people like, damn, like you took time off in between these picks. Like (laughs) you took time off in between these stage shots. Mm -hmm. Like, Allowing your body to work through these uncomfortable patterns of like, hey, dude, you're a little heavier than you like to be like, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, mowing the grass like you love doing might be a little harder now than it was at 135 and it's going to be a little harder at 150 than it was 143. But it's these short-term sacrifices and, you know, something I love about working with you is like the mentality. I I know that you have, I've been asking you, I asked you to include a mental check-in mm-hmm. update i don't ask everyone to do that <laughs> yeah. some of these motherfuckers are gonna send me some off-the-wall shit if i ask you to send me a mental health update then that means i trust you to not like drain my fucking energy on the day so i ask you for that and i like, dude i know where you're at i know where you know where how it affects self-worth yeah. it's like the apps are gone the eight pack is gone but like you just fucking handle it like a pro, and like you just keep like fucking chipping away, and like, dude, I mean, you're, you got high food, yeah, <laughs> you got uh, some high I mean, food,
0: and I could still, I could still keep know, eating. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, more. I, but like with that, with the mental check ins and whatnot, yeah. for me, if you tell me to bump up the carbs to 400, you tell yeah. me to bump it up to 500, I yeah. will execute the plan, yep. and so that's kind of how I am as an athlete. So I think yep. just with our communication and with checking in where my mental health is, it yep. means a lot to me because I know that you're. Hey, you good? Yeah. And I mean, I'll be honest, right? Like, I'll just say, okay, well, this is where I'm at. Yeah. And so, you know, but then it's like, but I'll, you're like, can you handle more volume? Can you handle, I can handle anything you give to me. Yeah. We threw if, in some JM if sets and shit. If Ooh. that's what we need to do, yep. I can handle anything that you throw at me, right? Yeah. Because- so,
1: so, so the goal is like, all right, you know, we brought in some more JM sets and mm-hmm. it's like, I made that post, I think yesterday, which by the time people hear this, it was like three weeks ago, but yesterday about, um. Hey, if you don't want to get fat in your also, you just train real fucking hard. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're getting. Because like, I want to bump food more, mm-hmm. but like, man, we bring in those JM sets. Since like every exercise on the day has a fucking JM set, that is. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that's hard.
0: I was training with a couple people, and they were like, Yeah. The, even just with like the death sets to start yeah. with, it, they were like, You have to do this how many times? And I was like, Oh, that's the first, that's, that's the, first the first set. That's the first thing. It's the first set of this exercise. Yeah. Right? We're and just like, getting started, fam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're just getting
1: started. But, dude, it's like that. People really, they really do want to look for any excuse that's not effort. Yeah. And, you know, again, on my post yesterday, I like made about like, How's their fat bodybuilding coaches? And, you know what's funny? Like, those people, You know why they get athletes? Because the lack of accountability. Mm. The fuck you mean there's accountability? Like, you're fucking fat. Yeah. Like, so there's no accountability for me. Like, I'm good to do whatever I want to do. And, like, I'll get told I do a good job. You know that you might get a first call out or something. Like, you might, like, do your thing. You know, whatever. Like, congratulations and stuff. But, like, is that really what's going to take you to the next level? Because, like, when you look at your leadership, like, your direct leadership, like, that's the trajectory you're going on. Mm -hmm. And it's no accident, like, you know, you walked in, you haven't seen me in a minute, you're like, damn, you're getting bigger. There's no mistake. My roster right now is making better progress than ever before because I'm making better progress Mm -hmm. than ever before. Like, you follow the leader. Yeah. And, like, I see some of these people, I'm like, dude, you have a $2 physique, that you've never done and anything you're supposed with. to be leading your pack and right? you're sp- so it, but then your pack's full $2 progress yeah. you know it's unbelievable
0: to see well i mean i think some people they they that's what they want right because yeah, they do. then because sometimes like with you right you expect high level athletes you expect yeah. high level effort mm-hmm. and then when that's not given to you it's like oh well, dang, like you don't make the cut right yeah. but some people with that $2 effort They can keep a full roster of people that want to commit to halfway in, halfway out. So it's like, do you want to have winners or do you want to have just a full roster of people, bodies, right? Bodies,
1: yeah. Yeah, Dude, absolutely nailed it. And like the the, the accountability metric, like, dude, it's hard. It's hard. Like, I know for your power lifters, it's hard to work with you. Like, that's not fucking easy to work with you. That's how it fucking should be. Like, I low-key, like, I want people a little bit intimidated to check in with me. Every single week, I want people a little bit scared of like, fuck, dude, like, did I do enough? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I trained hard. Like, I know I cardioed, you know, I know I hit the diet. Like, yeah, well,
0: even when I checked in this yeah. week, I was like, I dropped the ball because I didn't, I sleep, wasn't able to sleep at all, right? Yeah. Ball, right? Yeah. And so I didn't even want to check in and tell you that, but yeah. I was being honest. But I, you know, managed the nutrition, managed the, di- like, managed the nutrition, managed the training, didn't miss anything, but yeah. my
1: sleep suffered, right? So, so talk about that real fast because um, that's a topic that's popped up a lot recently in the DMs traveling and staying on plan for you so for me Stacey like dude on I just I don't know I just do it yeah I just I just I just do it have you found anything that like works super well for you like I feel like what I see is like like you're doing it like you pack your meals yeah you're hitting your meals Mm -hmm. you're like planning your day ahead yeah
0: I mean, well, that's the thing is like you just plan for it, right? So before I leave, I prep all the food that I need. I look at my meal plan. And even if it's macro days, I I usually get all the protein and I prep all that. So that way I don't have any questions. I schedule out my days beforehand, so yep. if I'm at the meet handling from X time to X time, yep. I'm eating my meals this time. I'm in the corner eating my meals, yep. you know that I pack with me, yeah, because that's what you do, right? Otherwise, you get caught up and eating whatever's yep. there, you know. But if you prepare, you're good. Yep. And the training for me is non negotiable. It's my favorite part of the day, yep. so I schedule that in either really early in the morning yep. usually that's when i like it rather than- that's what i like doing when i'm
1: traveling yeah like i'm gonna I'm set an alarm for six i'm gonna be at the gym six mm-hmm. i'm gonna train before anyone's there because yeah, like when i'm traveling. traveling is for a bodybuilding show mm-hmm. so if i go at a prime time then i'm gonna get stopped at the gym and stuff for like sure. that i'm gonna train before anyone's there mm-hmm. i'm gonna hit my food i'm gonna go i'm gonna drive to the grocery store so, it's like, like i don't like cooking on the road in. yeah first i, 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 I don't cooking. i don't love cooking yeah. on the road I don't love cooking at home. I just do it (laughs) because it's kind of fun and it's necessary. But, like, I go into Publix or the H-E-B or the Kroger or, you know, wherever I go, and I buy all their prep food. They got the prep chicken. Word. Not the – you know, not the – I would love to have the rotisserie. I know you would love to have the rotisserie chicken. I, unfortunately, like, I don't do the rotisserie chicken uh, just because, you know, the butters and oils on it and whatnot. But, like, I just – they have dry-ass chicken. Mm -hmm. They have rice to pop in the microwave. They have – Coconut oil, which I swap for mac nut oil when I'm on the road. They have fucking hard boiled eggs that are ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I, dude, I just pop it in the microwave. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> I the,
0: have prepping the food and stuff. I mean, like, it's not really that hard. No. It, it just takes a little bit of effort. That's yeah. a little bit of
1: effort. Yeah. Right.
0: And so, I mean, if you can apply that effort, if yeah. you really care about this, you'll do it. Right. How do you plan your
1: macro based days when you're traveling?
0: I lay them out beforehand, same, and yeah. usually, I mean, like for the most part, unless I'm like wild and I yeah. really want someone, I want to make it work. Yeah, I pretty much eat very similar foods because I know they digest well yeah. and everything else. So it's pretty much about the same. Yeah, like the timing might be a little bit different, but yep. it's usually about the same. Yep. I think that's probably the only thing that really is any different. Um when I travel and stuff is timing wise, right? Because yeah. if I have obligations, then my training might be at a different time. Yeah. So I put the carbs, you know, if my training's a different time, I put the carbs beforehand afterwards. Like yep. but other than that, you know, that's about it. It's yeah. you, you keep everything as the same as possible. Yeah.
1: I like looking up um like Lone Star or um or Longhorn, Texas Roadhouse, a place like that, Um, like Chili's, places that are everywhere. Right? I like looking those up and like everywhere will do Mm -hmm. like a steak and a potato and like a salad and like like everywhere is going to do that. 100% of places have that capability. Mm -hmm. Like I just get the butter on the side. I get it with no fucking oil. And like if I want some butter, I'll take a little bite of my potato. I'll dip it in a little bit of butter. I'll fucking eat it. Like I don't think it's that hard. But when I'm traveling, like, before I go, so, next travels Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Um, fortunately, by this point, I know Pittsburgh quite well, so I know exactly where I'm gonna go. But if I'm traveling to, um, I'm traveling to New York uh, the week after Pittsburgh. I haven't been to New York. So, obviously in New York, there's a lot of distraction in terms of food. Like, oh, yeah. I don't want to come back puffy and nasty and shitty, right? So, I'm gonna allow myself a couple meals while I'm there. Mm-hmm. All right? But like, dude, I'm gonna look up ahead of time, like, where can I just get a steak? Where can I get dry fucking steak? Where can I get dry potatoes? And I'm just going to execute it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's super difficult. Now, one thing I do when I'm traveling, um, and I know you had like 14 athletes over the weekend, but I know I realize that it's probably only practical for me to do three meals a day. Mm-hmm. And usually it's it's five or six. So I understand it's practical for me to hit three meals a day. Say so my other meals is going to be like two of those, my um, like 12 ounce orange juices mm-hmm. and like a whey shake. Yeah. Um, and I'll put some mac nut oil that I'll travel with or coconut oil. If I don't travel with the mac nut oil and I'll just like toss and wish. And like, that's like what my meals are. Yeah. Like you, the reality is you have to hit this food. Yeah. And when you're training if you, you, to, if you, you want to, to grow. Yeah. So like we're on the road, we're, we're already training. Mm-hmm. It's so like, why not just stick up with the diet too? And I I, I don't think it's difficult at
0: all. Well, I mean, everything's difficult. It just is what you're willing to put, you know, every, every, everything, everything, sure. everything is difficult yeah. depending on what you're, you know, if you're thinking about, oh, this is going to be so hard for me to do, yeah. da, da, it makes it that much harder yep. versus if you just, okay, what do I need to do? Make the plan, execute yep. it. Everything's hard. Being yep. fat is hard. Being, is, I mean, yeah. like being too small is, yeah. I, Everything is hard, yeah. but
1: it's just about what do you want. I think being off plan is hard because you had to intentionally go out of your way for that. Yeah, so Being like, off plan yeah. is hard and like dicking yeah.
0: off is hard, not hitting all the variables that make you feel good and make you feel accomplished. Like if my, yeah. if my body doesn't look the way I want it to look during the off season, yep. right? Because I'm like a little softer, yep. bigger, right? But yep. if I'm dicking off, if I'm not training as hard, if I'm like just going and eating whatever I want, yep. I'm not going to feel good. No. I'm not going to feel like I'm making progress no. because I'm not holding myself accountable yep. to the standards that I want for myself that yep. I know that you hold high for me, too. Yeah. So it's like this is uh, like it's much easier to do for me and like just how I think about it. Yep. It's much easier for me to do the hard thing yep. versus to do the hard thing of being like, hey. I'm not, I'm not doing my job, I right? Agree. Like, cause that to me, yep. me say, me even saying like the variable that I, I missed, drop the ball in my sleep yep. because I would rather get my training in, make sure I had time to cook my food. Yep. I dropped the ball in my sleep, but that's even hard for me to say. I didn't yeah. execute as well as I should have.
1: Does it give you a little anxiety? Oh, no, a little bit. Yeah, no, a
0: lot of bit, a lot, yeah. a lot of bit. Like yeah. every time I check in, if there's normally, I mean, I'm, I'm on point. Like, oh, like yeah. I am on point with everything. So yeah. if there's anything that's off, I'm like, yeah. Uh, and then it makes me the way that I see myself too. I'm like, okay, I feel like my stress was a little higher. So I feel like I'm retaining a little more. I feel puffier, like, and I'm checking in and I'm like.
1: And you're already a little fatter, like in the off season Mm -hmm. than you'd like to be. And now you added like bad sleep to it. And it's like, oh my God. So then those
0: goggles just get amplified. They do. So if I was was dicking off all the time, I feel like the way that I would look at myself would be like just with all this self-hate. And that's not the way that I want to be, right? That's not the way, I mean, I know that bodybuilding is, you know, even with any kind of fitness or strength sport, there's body dysmorphia uh, dysmorphia all rampant around us, right? But I want to love my body in whatever transition that it's in, whatever cycle it's in. Mm -hmm. And I want to focus that the goal now is to grow, is to get big. So... How do I do that? By feeding myself, by training, like you say, ballistic, Mm, right? mm -hmm. It's by doing all the things that you need to do because then there will be a time and a place for us to get shreddy and it'll look even bigger
1: and better and better, right? So So I get imposter syndrome. Mm. If I, like, fuck something up, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm supposed to be leading all these people. And like that's what I did like that's how I went about my business mm-hmm. like my anxiety gets so out of control yeah. I don't understand. So so I believe I've covered this on the podcast for I'm not sure I've talked about it with you like dude you can't move me off of this mountain. I'm solidified in it. I believe like self-love is respecting your body is nourishing your body with appropriate mm-hmm. things appropriate food choices. I believe that it's, you know, training your the musculature of your body, not necessarily for bodybuilding, but like, I think there should be an element of weight training going on. I think we should have healthy cardiovascular systems. I don't think that this is like asking for some miraculous event to occur within everyone's body. I just think self-love is truly like give yourself some love Mm -hmm. literally like your body wants it we know that the physiology of your body the anatomy of your body is set up to move and you're not fucking moving right like your brain needs to be pushed and you're not fucking pushing it so how on the planet can we ever convince ourselves that self-love is not pushing ourselves mentally, staying stagnant and in, in, in our work, never challenging ourselves physically like what's your self worth really at at that point? because you know something that I think's really far off right now like dude, we got a lot of people lying to themselves acting like you know you know I love my body like I love myself like I love wearing I at and they're just lying yeah, like you must be from the jungle because you're a lion <laughs> like, I don't get it I don't get it yeah but like we all have our things. Mm-hmm. We all have, you know, things we can be better at. We all have things that we could probably improve, right? But like, man, something that's so in your control to just simply like, hey, man, I want to like how I look naked. That's not this huge outrageous variable. It's like not. everyone has a different setting for what that mm-hmm. looks like like for me i look got myself naked i'm like fuck everything needs to be better <laughs> but for a lot of people if they saw it, they'd be like what the fuck is that? oh yeah the way that we see ourselves yeah. is always Tiny. You know. I, I feel like i'm so small still uh-huh. I know it feels like it's never gonna change <laughs> like i'm just fighting muscular atrophy at this point <laughs> a little shriveled up razor yeah, yeah but i, I mean it's, it's
0: self-love <laughs> is doing what like doing what is necessary to elicit the response that you want right yeah. or the goal that you want yeah. so i mean like when people People don't move when people are eating trash. Right. And we say that that's self-love. That's just the lie. Right. I mean, it might serve you in the moment that immediate response of like, oh, this is so good to me. This is so good if you've been dieting for 100 weeks or whatever it is. Right. It feels so good in the moment. But then there's like this all these feelings of guilt. There's all these feelings of like just this trash food that doesn't process well with your body. I can't really eat a ton of trash, like, because oh. my body does not like oh. it. It
1: tells me about it. No one's it. does. Yeah. No so one's like. Does. If your body stopped responding negatively to garbage food, that is really yeah. bad. Yeah. You're in a terrible situation. That means our gut is like, oh, this is fine. Our okay, gut's cool. adapted to Sick. it. You know how yeah. unfucking healthy that mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And, like, our neurological operations are all going to be thrown off by it. I, 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 I think it's a negative situation, but... I do think I I feel like functional health practices are really becoming much more mainstream. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like people are kind of, I don't want to say resisting, but they're questioning, you know, certain medical practices and things that have happened, you know, especially given, you know, what the two, three years of like shutdown was and everyone was like, what in the fuck is actually going on here? I think we have things like moving in the right direction, Mm -hmm. but like do quite Frank, like, I just really wanted to stop being normalized to be like 30% body fat. If you're 30% body fat, Stacey, one third of your body mass is fat. Yeah. What does fat do for us? Nothing. Make it warm. just I mean, you know saying? Saying. Like, that's it Unless you're a highly trained athlete, it's yeah. nothing for you. Mm-hmm. Like when you're a highly trained individual, it's doing stuff for us. That's an energy store that we actually need to have and that we actually pull from and we utilize. You know, it's an organ. Yeah. And it's an organ. We, all of our organs are working for us to achieve a certain goal. Dude, if you got too much of it, you're not moving. Yeah. And it's just sitting there weighing on you. You know, that fat disperses in places where it needs to be used the most right mm-hmm. or in places of you know, hormonal balance whatnot okay so you get a little too you have too much fat now and your body's like looking for like where's it go where's it go you know your heart can store fat on the outside of it, and it does mm-hmm. your lungs your liver your kidney all these things they fat can accumulate around all of these things i mean just think about that if you have say thirty three percent body fat, a third of your fat is is um, a third of your body mass is fat. And let's say you're a hundred fifty pound individual, so that's you know roughly fifty pounds of fat. Mm-hmm. We probably have you know thirty pounds subcutaneous, maybe twenty pounds of um, like internal um, visceral fat. Yeah. If we have twenty pounds of visceral fat, we can assume that maybe like five or six pounds of that is probably hanging on our heart. So just imagine. Your heart mm-hmm. has a five pound weight that it's constantly just hanging that on to all the time. Feeling harder and harder, Homie, right? Like, you know, <laughs> that just doesn't sound I now I'm not sure about what the repercussions of right. that are. I'm just simply using logic sound, to be like, this does not yeah, sound good. Yeah. And like, yeah, this coming from a 274 pound man that, you know, has a heart that's probably a little enlarged compared to normal. But like <laughs> I don't have a bunch of fat hanging on it. Like, doing nothing just that way. Dude, that's scary. Absolutely. Like, to me, that's really scary. And
0: what's scarier is that it's normalized, right? And that it's normalized, and then we're seen as, like, the freaks, you know? know? But it's like, I think there's, you know, somewhere in between that, even just for normal people, right? For normal people, we don't need 33% body fat. Like, we might need a little bit, like... Right now, having a little bit higher body fat, Mm -hmm. I feel good. Like, my joints, everything feels good. I mean, like, you know, and I'm able to train harder. I'm able to push Mm -hmm. myself harder. But if you go just beyond that, like too far beyond that, that's not self-love. That's just... Yeah, kind of missing the mark, right? Because there is a point where a little bit is helpful and a little bit, you know, we use that for us. But it's about using it for you, right? Like treating your body as this vehicle, this mechanism to do what we need to do and to feel good about
1: it, right? Absolutely. Another reason for you that, like, for, you know, women in particular is that excess body fat gets so important is because, like, you're off all PEDs right now. Mm -hmm. You've been off for a minute. Yeah. Um, You've been making a lot of progress. We can't make the progression if we don't have that a little bit of excess body fat. Mm -hmm. I mean that ties directly into our cholesterol, right? Cholesterol obviously is where our sex hormones are created from. So if you just say lean, you say shredded all the time and you're pushing, 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 and your body has nowhere to accumulate cholesterol from, not from your diet. Because if your diet was high in it, then Mm -hmm. you would probably have low excess body fat. fat. If you were moving around... Too much to keep lean. Well, you're, you're probably turning over the energy that you're taking in anyways and not being able to utilize that cholesterol. It's being used for energy mm-hmm. rather than sex hormone creation. Where you're at, they like, do this little bit of excess body fat, a little bit higher than we'd like it to be. Dude, that's neural steroids. Yeah. That's sex hormones. That's how you have that's, the system, Yeah, right? that's a like, growth hormone mm-hmm. response that we can elicit during our sleep. That's how we can have this progression happening at such an insane rate. I look at you. I look at Emily Smith, another mm-hmm. one. That's how we're able to have this progression with no PEDs in yeah. play. And guess what fucking happens when we bring PEDs back in? When it's fucking go time, you're going to. But so many people just stay on me around. Yeah.
0: And, that's, that's the trap is I think so many people yeah. think they, they get to this point where they're like, oh, well, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like the way I look. I yeah. look soft. I need to add the PEDs back yep. in because, I mean, m- internally, that's yeah. like what I'm thinking too, right? I'm yeah. like, okay, well, when is when are we going to add this back in? Yeah. What are we going to do? But this is how we hack this because now that I'm still able to train hard yep. and recover pretty well, pretty well, right? Yep. While being, you know, natty for now. Yeah. Once we do add that back in, then it's like, just like what we talked about is everything has its own time, place, and it a does. cycle, right? Yeah. So this excess body fat, when we add the PEDs back in, when we bump the everything else, it's like, boom, we can yeah. modify how we look at any in time. Yeah. So we can make the changes that we need to, and then it's just like, it's all just part of the process and part of the plan.
1: Body fat is such an important part of what we do as bodybuilders and the way that we're able to operate. And, you know, I think a lot of people look at, you know, the pros who have gone through so many of those cycles that I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. in terms of they got peeled, they reverse properly, they hit a new high weight at a leaner benchmark than they were previously. Then they got peeled, they reverse, you know, they've gone through so many yeah. cycles that like, well, they're year around. I'm like, dude, like you're, you know, you're not even, you're, You're almost coming up on one year into bodybuilding. These people are fucking Mm 10. Not to mention, you know, like running crazy amounts of growth hormone, which like, I mean, that's the best PED that, you know, could possibly be utilized, especially for women. I think for men, you know, it's up there with testosterone. It's like that beneficial. But like, hey, dude, like this is their entire life. This is their paycheck. So like they run a lot of it year round. And like people don't take that into account of the energetic Output that that causes us to mm-hmm. undergo um, the growth mechanism of the growth hormone. Even without androgens in play, is, is is massive. It's it's huge. It's the most beneficial thing you can use. Like you're going to stay much leaner, mm-hmm. and you're going to make much more progress if you can use the growth hormone. If you can put it in, put it to work, and then run these high dosages, and you know. It's kind of the secret to you know if you're a female and you don't want to virilize from androgens. Yeah. Well, fuck, dude. How much growth hormone can you run? Because if you're running eight IU's of growth hormone, like growth hormone is not androgenic, so you cannot virilize from growth hormone. A female can run thirty units of growth hormone. Like I wouldn't advise that, but like fuck, if you could, like you could do that yeah. in theory. And you know what that five milligrams of anivar is going to do at that point? It's going. <laughs> It's explode quick. yeah so you're gonna have this tiny amount of androgens because growth hormone is going to upregulate the androgen activity at the muscle cell anyways so you're going to have this tiny little amount of androgens come in you're going to completely skip the virilization process um you know depending on exposure links mm-hmm. and, and individual responses and whatnot and you're just going to be able to fucking morph due to this GHN. like dude like you know you you see it in the pro bikini ranks. You see it in like the pro figure ranks. But like, you know, they grew this physique. You know, and they're they're you know they don't have any masculinization side effects. Well, you better be ready, willing to invest. Yeah, <laughs> like some you, money. Yeah, it. you better put in some GH because the higher you run, the much more you're going to get out of it. Um, speaking of that, I wanted to talk about our injury, our recent injuries. We've both had some recent injuries. Oh yeah. Uh, that. Well, neither, one of us will, well, neither one of us will. Neither one of admit that they're nah, injuries, right? Nah, Just I, little bumps I, in the I, road. I asked this. I was talking to this dude today. He was there when it happened the other day. If if you guys didn't see the Bulgarian split squat video, is absolutely terrible. How in much were you using? 230 pounds okay, yeah. 230 pounds and stacy you know fucked up riding a mountain bike <laughs> so so um I was going through my fucking adductor popped I was 100% certain that it was torn um and very lucky that it wasn't but um <laughs> so that happened three days ago and for the first four or five hours I couldn't walk I couldn't walk at all I put no pressure on it. I was like fuck dude I was going to give it till the night, and if I still couldn't walk on, I was going to go to MRI and they do the whole thing. But oh, I was like, "That's when you know it's serious." Yeah, should go to the doctor. About. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, I feel pretty confident, like I can get this thing under control. Um, and I'm not real sure what an MRI does at this point because when I finally worked the courage to look at it, like there wasn't the bruising and the mm-hmm. swelling and whatnot. So um, the last two nights, I you know, I did. Uh, two bouts of dry needling a day I did a, a um, manual therapy work with one of my friends up on FaceTime um, I did cold exposure and I did um, a, a PT work at my house um, with a, with a uh, Cairo. both the last two days and then at night I took 30 units of growth hormone the last two nights 30 that's three how much, vials how much money does that translate into the- <laughs> let see that's a lot dude <laughs> That's a lot, bro. Yeah, that's like that's 200 bucks of. That's like basically. What, what's, 60, what's 60 units? Yeah, it's about 250, 300 bucks that's of cool. growth hormone. Not no bad. big deal. Last two no. nights. That'll No do. big deal. Hey, you'd be willing to invest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I take that. Man, let me tell you, I slept. Like a motherfucking baby. Yeah, I actually just woke up. I right now. <laughs> just woke up for you guys uh-huh. and I'm going right back to bed. Dude, I slept unbelievable. And mm-hmm. like my recovery is insane. And now I know, hey, now I see how these guys do it. Because I've heard the dudes running 30 units and I like just morphine. I'm like, yeah, dude, I fucking bet, man. I can't imagine if I was able to do that every day. So I did 30 units night one and I woke up to piss in the middle of the night and I like walked to the fucking bathroom, take a piss. I was like, no way. This thing's getting way better. Like this is improving. Hella. Mm-hmm. So then- you know yesterday comes I do all the therapy I you know inject the 30 units I do whatever and I woke up this morning I was like yo low-key this thing's like 70 80 percent better like I could walk up a step today yeah. only one
0: just one, hey, <laughs> just one more than more
1: oh it's one more than yesterday <laughs> yesterday wasn't
0: this is kind of like this is actually really cool too to talk about and think about you know yeah. most people push the androgens so hard yeah. like especially they're pushing just such high androgens and yeah. don't think about like no. pushing the growth or pushing the recovery right yeah but essentially what you're going to get bigger from or what you're going to be able to recover from that's going to dictate how you grow or how mm-hmm. your body progresses
1: right well we only have so many androgen receptors yeah. we only have so much androgen response mm-hmm. and like, do we can get a lot of androgen response like we yeah. can i don't want to i don't want to minimize that but like we don't have this cap of what growth hormone can mm-hmm. do growth hormone goes in it proliferates cells yeah it drives satellite cells into places that are needed uh, that, that like um, need recovery mm-hmm. so like in my case my fucking adult yeah, clearly like 30 units you know how much I was driving there it pulls energy stored energy mm-hmm. from from fat from glucose from protein it, from amino acid it pulls stored energy into that place and it's just like doing construction mm-hmm. like you know on top of androgens yeah. and it's just like doing construction down there at that fucking site I'm sleeping yeah. like I'm on another planet my 30 units of growth hormone sleep which is when you're recovering covering the most when you absolutely sleeping, right so. And, and so that's another side of the injuries it's like dude if i didn't do that how the fuck was i gonna sleep like i was gonna be up all night because mm-hmm. the pain that i was in and like dude i have this thc cbd balm have you ever used one no oh my god incredible so so i put it on my whole adductor okay and then like you know i like pulled my pants up and like went about my day And like five minutes later like my manhood is stinging so bad and I was like (laughs) oh my god Uh I didn't even think about that so I had to take a fucking napkin I had to wipe it all off I had to fucking like redo it again Mm -hmm. like I had to build a barrier in there. Understood. <laughs> and it helped with the pain so tremendously. Mm-hmm. But, oh, dude, that's so was incredible. Or were you just
0: thinking about how your dick fell and yeah. you were
1: thinking about... <laughs> yeah. but Either way, either I, way. Yeah. But I was like, it's my dick okay? Oh, my God, my dick's gonna fall off. I forgot about the adductor. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I, I was already concerned with the adductor I couldn't fucking get. Now my penis hurts. <laughs> we're gonna have to amputate both. <laughs> we gotta amputate it all, <laughs> Never get a girl again. Um, <laughs> but, like... It, it was just unbelievable to see like how fast the healing has occurred mm-hmm. and most people, Stacey, most people just get hurt and they just sit there. Yeah. Oh, fuck, you know, it hurts.
0: Or Dude. they just say, I am injured so I cannot train. They don't try to work around it they or try to figure out. injured. It. Yep, that's what we were talking about earlier. It's yeah. like, I, I mean, if you get hurt, even if it's the slightest thing, right? Like that seems serious. Like I saw, I saw your video too and I thought it was slap torn, right? Yeah. But some people would just say, okay, this is torn. Hey coach, I can't train. I can't do this. You still got a whole upper body, (laughs) don't you? You still got like all kinds of things that you can do. So instead of falling into that mindset, that trap of, oh, poor me, sad, sad, sad. You figure out what you got to do. And I mean, with you, in this case, you've figured out what kind of variables you can tweak, change, and to amplify the recovery process, right? We don't identify
1: as injured. No. We identify as athletes. We identify (laughs) as, okay,
0: now there's something that we have to address.
1: It's got to work around it. So when yours happened, what'd you think? Like, what was going on?
0: I mean, so I was mountain biking and I realized that I am not twenty years old anymore, right? Because When's the last time you went mountain biking, um, back uh, I've go, I've gone some in Texas, but like saying it out loud, like I've been mountain biking in Florida and in Texas, and that's really the biggest like places I've been. Okay. so not real mountains, okay, right? yeah, Florida yeah. and Texas, like yeah, hills stuff yeah, like that. That's hills. And so I was in Colorado on <laughs> oh, a real fuck, mountain yeah. and with real mountain bikers, and I, of course, me oh, I'm just as good as these guys, right? They've been doing yeah. it for years and years, and I'm yeah. just fearless and kind of stupid, yeah. right? So I wrecked several times, and there was one good time where I fell, and I fell on my hip and on, like, my shoulder. And in the moment, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Yeah. But then, the you know, the there was so much adrenaline, so much going on, I finished the ride because we're at the top of a mountain, so it's not like I can just, okay, I'm going to get off the treadmill now and go yeah. home. Yeah.
1: i gotta I got to like, get off this mountain. You gotta- so that was your only option is like yeah. I gotta bite
0: yeah I mean so and there was so much adrenaline you, and stuff, like, I you like knew you were hurting I knew that I did something right yeah. but I you know I was like, I'm i fine and I just yeah. enjoyed the rest of the ride I fell a couple more times after that too yeah just but one of those things yeah. but then after that I was like okay I should probably go to the chiropractor yeah because my hips were way out of alignment yeah. and they went and they told me that you know I would probably dislocated some ribs and I was like okay well Cool, we'll address this. But my breathing, I was struggling to breathe a little bit because of my ribs being out of of place. Hips were kind of wonky, so everything was just feeling not the best. But so what I did went to the chiropractor, I've been going since I've been doing like in my modality, like my mobility work, any kind of like active release stuff, making sure my hips are in alignment, just taking the time to address the problems. Right. Yeah. It's just like with traveling. Anything that happens, you just have to figure out what you need to do to yeah. address the situation. Yeah. So I don't identify as injured. I said yeah. it in the check-in. I was like, yeah, I got a like, little, little weird, little you spilly. You
1: made it so casual. <laughs> well, I mean, because like
0: if I say, oh my God, Justin, I'm injured. Every, I'm, everything sucks and blah, blah. I know. What do I expect you to do about that?
1: What do you, what it like? Dude, dude. Okay. So I always, I always wonder that. So, in like, look, like, I'm not a Cairo, I'm not a physical therapist. I'm not, I know nothing Mm -hmm. about injuries. I know nothing. Like, you know, my people like send me messages about like being injured and stuff, and like ask me for advice. I'm like, dude, that's so far out of my realm. Yeah. I don't talk about injuries, and I don't mm-hmm. talk about psychological disorders. Those things like they they got to go out of yeah, house. That's... I, I don't know.
0: But I mean, like at the end of the day, what can you even do, right? I can I can tell at my athletes like oh if something hurts. Okay, I can give you some exercises, to do yeah. some kind of stuff, or go get body work, do yeah. some cryo, do some like therapies. Yep. But ultimately, you have to do them. Yeah. Right. And so instead of just being poor, me sad. Girl, right? I love to train. So when I'm going into training, I don't feel the best. Yeah. I want to figure out how I can change that. So I'm going to do my best, just like in a prep or just like with anything. We're trying to execute the variables to the best of our ability to get the result that we want. Yeah. So if something has changed, I need to take care of myself and fix it, figure it out. That's not your job. That's my job as an athlete and knowing my body and how I feel. Yeah. If my arm is broken, okay. What happens? They put it in a cast, yep. and then we're gonna have to go on about our day. Yeah, I got another arm. I got two legs. Yeah, figure out what you shit need to do to get yeah. done. So I mean,
1: it's... I just love training, dude. Yeah, I love training, mm-hmm. and I love training too much to miss. Yeah, so like, it didn't matter what happened with the adductor. Like, dude, the next day was back day, and like you know, Thomas and I, there was some painful experiences mm-hmm. on back day, but we just fucking adapted. Yeah, and like we got it. To, I, I I can't relate to like. Well, you know, like, I'm going to take, like, time off the gym and stuff. Like, hey, you know what? If that's what you need to do, but, dog, I could get better. Yeah. Because, like, I lost. My last time out, I mm-hmm. lost. And I'm still humiliated from that. And I'm not going to let myself not be humiliated by that. And Man, I would really like to win nationals next year. So, like, I can't do that sitting on the yeah. sidelines. Like, players got to play, dude. Yeah. You just, just got to get
0: How to adjust, right? Yeah. Because, I mean... I've had several in powerlifting, like, I mean, I had back injuries, I had, you know, surgery, I had all kinds of stuff, yep. but it's like, okay, how can I still continue to progress while taking care of myself? Right? Yeah. So it's like, you just have to get a little creative with it. yeah. And people are afraid to do that or just, you know, too scared to say, okay, well, I've got to back off a little bit. I'd rather do zero instead of modifying and I get that all or nothing mentality because you and me are both yeah. kind of, we want to go. No, I'm in, just all. Yeah, we want to go all <laughs> in regardless. Yeah. And if we can't, it almost feels null and void. Mm-hmm. But I think that's an aspect of self-care, right? It that's is. an aspect of being like, okay, well, me doing nothing that's not going to, I'm not going to, there's no stimulus going to happen in my musculature or anything like that. If I'm doing nothing, if I'm doing something, if I'm moving in a way that, you know, is stimulating that, okay, I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. So that's better than absolutely nothing. So you just
1: figure it out. We can still get better. Yeah. We can still improve. Mm -hmm. And like it, I think you said it perfectly. If you're a real athlete, like you, you figure out that way, you figure out that mechanism, but there's, and I know you get all the time too, like, oh shit, like, you know, I kind of felt something twinge in my, whatever, like, I don't know what to tell you, but like, I know what I would do Mm -hmm. is like, I'm training, but I try to, I try to be empathetic Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I don't want to be that guy that's like, okay, like train through, I don't fucking know. But like at the same time, I'm just like, hey man, I I Thomas had to help me out of some of these machines on back day, huh. and literally had to help me out of the lap pull down, and like I was there fucking training, yeah. like I was there getting after mm-hmm. it. At some
0: point in your life, and this is a little off topic, but at yeah. some point in your life, you're not going to be able to train. We're yeah. going to be old. We're not going to feel our best, yeah. right? We are going to not be able to train, to nope. not be able to push ourselves. So guess what? This moment that we have right here, right now, we better be pushing ourselves yep. to get better, to train, to do what we love, right? Because there's going to come a time and a point where you physically can't.
1: You're you're literally not going to be able to train one day. Yeah. And like, we don't know when that day is going to come. Yeah. And like especially when you have a little injury scare it kind of brings that like dude i after that the other day mm-hmm. stacy i like can't stop walking around because i was literally on the ground like dude am i not going to be able yeah. to walk for a minute you get this renewed sense of like the shit that actually matters one day we can't train one day we can't push our bodies anymore right now this is the youngest it's the sexiest it's the most passionate that you're ever going to be in your mm-hmm. life so you need to do something with it yeah. rather than just let life pass you by why don't we just grab it by the fucking horns and go get it done whatever it is whatever you have to get why don't we just go fucking get it done while we're here Absolutely. They, people wasting time dude I hate wasting
0: and time I mean so many people think that just like uh, the elite level athletes are the top you know people that are super successful they think there are no no challenges no problems no obstacles real quick let me
1: ask you what's it in your powerlifting career you reached the apex how many times were you just injury free you didn't have a single injury
0: i hurt the whole time <laughs> the whole That's time I, I have hurt. a really I,
1: hard time yeah. for physically yeah. existing waking yeah, up dude. breathing yeah. right and so it's like
0: i have a hard time sometimes like for real when people are like oh i felt a little twinge and i'm like but did you, or are you just being a pussy? You're like, gonna, but If,
1: but did if you're you? chasing something, you're going to be hurt mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, this is a mental thing. Yeah, you're going to be mentally hurt, yeah. too. Like the
0: majority of the time, you, you, you surprise yourself because we tell ourselves that we can't do something or that we're in so much pain that we can't handle it, yep. but you would be surprised how much you really could accomplish if oh, you yeah. would just stop talking yourself out of it. That's facts. I mean, there's a lot of training sessions. You might have a little tweaky or something, yeah. but deal with it, address it, and come back yeah. instead of saying, oh, I'm hurt. Yep. There's a difference between having a little tweak and being hurt. There's a difference between, you know, all these kinds of things and injury and just being like, okay, I need to figure out how I can train around this. Yep. For me and for you, I think both, like training is our favorite thing to do. It's a thing that we love. So if this is the thing that you love, you're going to find a way to do it. Absolutely. And if you don't, you really don't love it. Yeah. And if you have a goal that like you want to be a professional bodybuilder, if you're just willing to just tap out, pull out and say, oh, well, I'm hurt. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You don't really want it. No. And so that's a really like spot for me to be in. It's like, it's tough as a coach mm-hmm. and as an athlete, especially mm-hmm. when you're an athlete that will do what it takes. Yep. When you try to sit here and have people that are just so afraid, that are so scared, yep. right? We are so our bodies are so much more resilient. Like, I mean, obviously you had a little bit of a little bit of help along the way. Right. But it's like if we would just address these problems as they would come up, like our body gives us indications that things maybe are going in this direction. Right. Tendonitis and stuff. If we don't address it, eventually it'll lead to something else. But if you pay attention to your body, listen to it, adjust, do the things that you need to do preventatively, then guess what? a lot of times we can swerve some of these in bigger injuries or problems, or at least we have the tools in the toolbox to know what to do when they happen.
1: Elite-level athletes were elite mentally before they were elite physically. Yeah, but it, you have to be. Yeah, everyone discounts that. Stacey, mm-hmm. I fucking love chatting with you, dude. I fucking love chatting always, with you. Always, my man. People always. are going to love this one. I oh, for sure. I can't wait to see the feedback here. Dude, <laughs> absolutely. It's a pleasure fucking have you on Grower Night Podcast. Thanks for taking out the time of your day. Good fucking stuff. Make sure to share it with your friends. Leave us a five-star review. Damn, dude, I do look a little bit jacked yeah boy. I hit the arms before this. <laughs> clearly, clearly. We'll see you next time. <laughs>